God bless you. Welcome to another episode of JR Podcast, where we glorify the name of God through our testimonies. This morning, we have Doug Godkin. Brother, God bless you. Thank you for joining us. Morning. Morning. Thank you. Amen. Um, yeah, just um, if you can give us a brief um, description of uh, um, who you are, where you're located, if you want to share that and, you know, just tell us um, what interested you in uh, being with us this morning. Sure. I'm I'm Doug, like I say, and I'm located in Western Canada, uh, just outside of Vancouver. And mm-hmm. I was a firefighter for 18 years. And then um, for the last just over 10 years, I've been the uh, a manufacturer of health supplements and uh, doing what we can to get people healthy and, uh, and their lives turned around. Amen. Praise God. Yeah, so it's a true blessing having you. Again, thank you for taking time out of your day to just be with us. And, you know, the whole purpose of this podcast is to glorify the name of God through what he's done in our life. And um, as a believer, you know, that's a desire that we all have, you know, just to glorify the name of God and just uh, share what he's done and um, just pray that we just reach um other people that might be going through similar situations to um, change their minds of who God is. Cause sometimes we have a lot of people that are going through things and we, we um, well, actually they feel that, that it's a punishment from God and God doesn't love them. But in our reality, you know, God puts us through things to, so we can see the glory of God and how much he actually loves us. So, yeah. Um, if um, we can get into that and just, you know, just just share how how God how good God has been in your life and what, you know, he's done for you. Totally, totally. And, and I'm going to say a big one for me has been the quitting smoking. Amen. And it's something that I started when I was 12 years old and I'm 49 years old now. And, and for the last probably two years, I was close to two packs a day. Wow. And here I am, you know, as, as a manufacturer of health supplements and, yeah, and doing podcasts and radio shows and all these kind of things on a frequent basis and yeah, being the, my own worst hypocrite or, or, you know, complete hypocrite is, you know, is telling people, you know, how, Hey, this is how you need to live a healthier life. And, you know, I'd be in the background pounding, pounding darts the whole time, right? Amen. And it really started to weigh on me. And I, I felt, you know, I, I just felt this, I don't know how to explain it. I'll just, I'll just say I, I felt God speaking to me and saying, like, Doug, like, your body is your temple. I gave you one of them. It's, it's your gift. And, you know, I, I had tried to quit several times before I tried, you know, all of the different ways to do it, you know, patches and gums and, you know, just all of the different things, right. Which really at the end of the day, aren't designed to get you to quit. They're just designed to get you to spend your money elsewhere, but it's still, you know, giving your money to the same big companies, but it just, it really, really was, was bringing me down. And, and I prayed, and prayed a lot. And I'm like, you know, God, you, the only way I'm going to get through this is if you, if you heal me. And, Amen. um, 
and you give me this strength because me as you know as a, as a mortal human being i just i i don't i don't got it i need i need you to do this with me mm-hmm. and i remember it was a, it was a friday morning it was just about a year ago i you know my my morning routine was to get up go outside you know i'd take my computer out and you know get work from home and i'd, mm-hmm. and I'd sit out my back patio and you know smoke just about a pack of cigarettes before lunchtime and just, you know, continual cups of coffee and that kind of thing. And I walked out one morning and picked one up to light it. And I just put it back down and said, you know what, maybe I'll have one later. And while, and like, this is totally out of character for me. And uh, I walked back in the house, you know, walked into my office and uh, I never went back. Like it was, the only way I can say it is it was gone. Like the, the desire, the craving, it, it was almost like I woke up that morning, a non-smoker. Praise God. And, and the only thing I can, I can do is give God the glory on that because, Amen. um, you know, through that night, he, he healed the craving, um, Amen. and the desire to do it. And, you know, it's hard to explain just the feeling of it. And, and what it's like to just have your mind completely reprogrammed and, and only he can do it. Amen. Um, you know, a lot of people, you know, it's one of the hardest things, if not the hardest thing to quit. Amen. And, you know, smoking becomes this, this friend, let's say, that's a part of your life. You know, it, it comes with you everywhere you go whether you, you realize it or not, you know, if you, you make sub you know, subconscious decisions to say, okay, if I'm going out today, where am I going to have a smoke? You know, mm-hmm. are the people I'm going to go out with, you know, are they going to be okay with it? Or are they going to be, you know, bugging me? And if they're going to bug me about it, then I don't want to hang out with them kind of thing. But mm-hmm. it, it's, it's amazing that that control factor it has in our lives. And, and, and I, and I look at it as, you know, it's a spiritual assault, assault from the enemy, right? Because the enemy wants to do everything he can to destroy this vessel that God gave us. Right. Amen. And if, if I can just give a word of encouragement with this as well, it's just, just like God forgives, God heals and, and God can take it away if we give it to him. Amen. Amen. God is good. And, and praise him for for taking that that um urge of you um smoking you know it's um it's a blessing because um when i schedule these um podcasts like i don't pick like what kind of testimonies i want to have on on this show and um we all know that god uses individuals to reach certain people and i feel that this is one of them like i uh my testimony is it's it's a lot different from everyone that i've had on on this show but you know i i feel that it's a blessing because it reaches different individuals which as i mentioned you know as a believer we want that we want to glorify god through testimonies and this is this is a way that that i like um spreading the gospel of god you know, so it's it's amazing that um, um, you were able to share that because I I do know certain individuals that are struggling with that, and I know they're um, <clears throat> they pray to God and they they ask you know for for that to be 
taken out of their lives and stuff, but it's only a matter of time. You know, you, like you said, you, you tried the patches, you tried the gums, you tried all that stuff. And, and it gives you a time, uh, like a timeline from what I've seen on commercials that, that you're going to stop smoking in a certain amount of time or whatever. But um, sometimes it doesn't happen. And, and the reason why I say this is because um, the individuals that I've spoken to that are going through similar struggles, they, they've mentioned that they're like, man, I've spent all this money trying to like um, get rid of this addiction, but it never happens, you know, but how it happened to you, it wasn't something um, you actually, you prayed to God, but you didn't know when it was going to happen. It was like, like God said, today's the day he snapped his fingers and it was gone. That's the power of God. That's the glory. That's, that's the glory that, that, that he shows us. Well, and it's, and it's funny that you say that too, because I kind of had my, let's say end date picked out, right. Or the date that I was going to try and stop. Mm -hmm. And it was going to be on a Monday. And cause I'm like, I don't want to quit smoking on the weekend. So as much as I wanted to quit, I still wanted to get those last couple days in. Right. Yeah. And so my goal was, okay, you know, we'll do it on Monday. It's easier to do it on Mondays after the weekend. Cause you're always busy and smoke as part of your life on the weekend. So yeah. that was the funny thing to just more show how much he's in control of this is, yeah. you know, he says, well, I'm not going to go by your rules. You're going to go by my rules. Amen. And, uh, and it was the Friday that it happened rather than the Monday. And, and you, you brought up an interesting thing too, just with like the patch and the gum and these other sort of aids to, to do that. And and I encourage anybody that's watching or listening this, if you're going to shoot to quit, you got to do it without any of those aids. Because here's the problem is all of those aids still contain the nicotine. They still contain the addictive factor. It, it's just basically taking it, you know, from being a cigarette to being a gum or something else. But the way I worked through it in my head, let's say, was the fact that I couldn't go with any of those, even though I tried them in the past. But if I was really going to shoot to um, to make this work, it, it had to be an all or nothing scenario. And then the other thing that I did was I, re I had to replace it with something. So I, I had always wanted to, you know, work on getting better physical health as well. So I replaced it with going to the gym. I just I got myself a gym membership. And every time I had a craving, I would just run to the gym. Even if I just spent 10 minutes on the treadmill just to do something to take that and, and put it into a different direction. And, and I mean, for the first two, three weeks as, as I was going through it, because, you know, God, God healed the body, right? God healed the mind, but the body was still going through some cravings let's say. So I, I just had to replace that with something that just got me out of the environment that, um, you know, that I was used to smoking in. And, and it was also, you know, the other thing I did as a result of it is I quit drinking coffee as well. And, and not that there's any problem, you know, drinking coffee or anything or, but I, I just had to look at what were my vices, right? Like there was nothing better than that cup of coffee in the morning, do cigarettes. So I'm just like, you know what? I'm going to stay away from coffee for a while. And, and the funny thing is, it's been a year, I think I've had two cups of coffee and not, and I love coffee. Like, I mean, you know, I would drink four or five cups a day, 
Um, but it's just, it's those mental associations with different things. Um, yeah. You know, I changed going out on my back patio to work in the morning because that was that zone where I did that to now I'll just go and sit in my front porch in the morning and work and, and just coming up with as many sort of new habits, let's say, um, to, to overcome, you know, just anything that could possibly um, be a trigger. And, hey. and it's, it, it's a journey. It, it's, it's the best way I can say it is it's a journey and it, and it is, um, you know, I'm going to say, even though God healed, you know, healed the body and healed the mind, the enemy is still going to pull you on this because he knows that this is a weakness and he knows it's a vice and a crutch. And he's going to say, well, you know, you could sneak over here and do this, or you could sneak over there. I'll create an opportunity of weakness for you. So we've got to do everything we can too to cut him off at the pass from, uh, you know, from, from tempting us as well. Amen. Yeah, you pretty much answered like um, a lot of the questions that I had, you know, because that was um, what I was going to ask next, the, the, you know, the, if you had like any struggles, you know, with it and, and yeah, you, um, like I said, you pretty much answered that. And, you know, I think that's a big thing for, for a person that has tried to overcome some addictions in their life is like the temptations and how do you deal with them? But, you know, you changing your routines was, sounds like it's, it's a big thing. So, you know, um, like the listeners out there that are struggling with, with something similar, you know, changing your routines and, and just um, letting God take control of your day from the get go to, to overcome these temptations and, and God will, will, will continue to do the work in your life. Um, <clears throat> so it seems like uh, you also, um, you mentioned that, that you're pretty uh, uh, frequent on your um, appearances on podcasts and stuff like this. So, um, is this something you you like to share a lot, or how does that work out for you? Do you um, share that with certain individuals or, or with your past addictions? This is the first one I've done on talking about this. Wow. And normally, when I'm on podcasts and, and and radio shows and that kind of stuff, it you know it's talking about health supplementation and and that oh. kind of thing. So. But, you know, the, the interesting thing is, is, you know, I think God gave a story to be shared here in with this. And yeah. it's something I definitely want to do more and help encourage people. Um, because, you know, for, for anybody that's listening that, that started smoking at a, at a young age, right? And so for me, it would have been 1987 is, is when I started. And, you know, for, for anybody that's in this, you know, this 50 in it, so age group, they'll remember there was the smoke pits at high school, you know, where, where people would go and, and, and kind of hang out. It, it was a lot more a part of life back then. And, and the interesting thing is, is I, you know, I grew up in a Christian household as well. And, and, you know, and, and smoking was, wasn't something that was celebrated. That's for sure. So it was something that we hid for all those years. But I remember going to like church camp as a, as a kid and, and there was a group of us, you know, kids that were all playing with this and we would all sneak our cigarettes in church camp. And at night we'd all sneak out of the cabins and go out in the fields and, and, and smoke. Like it, it just, for, for whatever reason, it just, you know, it became a part of life early on. Right. And I think, yeah. you know, back then 
a lot of it was around a rebellious nature too, right? Yeah. Um, so that, you know, that started that rebellious instinct from, you know, from an early age all the way through. So, you know, that was another aspect of quitting here is, is I had to have God forgive that rebellious spirit as well of, Hey, I can do it my way. And, you know, like I'll give you most of me, but I'm not giving you that. And and when God yeah. says, Hey, I want all of you, he wants all of you. Right. Amen. And, you know, you, you talked about the temptations and that kind of thing. You know, we often forget that Jesus went out into the desert for 40 days and he didn't eat and he didn't drink for 40 days yeah. and, and the devil, you know, tempted him in many different ways. Right. So if, if Jesus can go out in the devil or the desert and not eat for 40 days, these are all things that I look at as just for strength for myself when I'm going through moments of weakness. It's like, Hey, if, you, if Jesus can do this, you know, I can, I can give up a lousy cigarette. Right. Amen. Um, but it's, it is a head game. It, it's, it's totally a head game. And, you know, the enemy is going to exploit our weaknesses right and whether that addiction is is cigarettes or alcohol or or sex or or drugs whatever it is it it's a vice that the enemy has has attached to us right to keep mm-hmm. us from getting even that much closer to god and mm-hmm. you know the the only thing that we can do is we we've got to just be able to give that to god right and and you mm-hmm. can you can almost look at it as a a spiritual attack or a demonic attack that's just kind of latched itself to us and, and, and coming with us. So we, we've got to break that chain and we, and we do just, we have to give it all to God when we say that. And, and when I say that, there was a lot of times I prayed for God to help me quit smoking. Amen. But it was lip service. You know, it was like, you know, God, for you know, help me quit smoking, but I'm kind of not ready, but I want to give it to you, and you know, just because it's the right thing to do. And I and I think the you know, the final change was is when I gave it to him, I was done. Like I was like, God, you just gotta take this from me. Like I just give it all to you. And and you know, there was there was a lot of asking for forgiveness in that, but I mean, it, it was really um, just, it was so felt of like, how can I just absolutely lay this at your feet? And, and it's not lay it at your feet with what's in it for me, or how can I benefit? Or it was just, please forgive me and heal me. And and I mm-hmm. think that was the difference from that him creating that healing versus the lip service that I've been giving in the past. Amen. So um, uh, my past uh, experiences with um, guests that I've had on here, um, they've always, you know, that they've had addictions. They always um, mention one thing that, that I think is, is very important, you know, and that's the, the acceptance of, of knowing that, that you're doing wrong. And I feel that that that's pretty much one of the first steps, because like you said, you can you can do like the, you know, asking God. But if you really don't want to like low key, you still want to be doing it a little bit, then things don't work like that. You actually have to want it. You actually have to accept the the 
the wrongdoing that you're doing, because we got to be honest here. You know, we we have to live a certain way, whether people call you religious or whatever they want to call it. You do have to walk a certain way when you're when you're walking with Christ. You know, Mm -hmm. there's got to be certain things that you need to let go of. There's got to be there's got to be the you have to try to live the purest um, way. You know, when when you're walking with Christ and um, I know we're not perfect. You know, we all have mis- we all make mistakes. We all, you know, um, do things we aren't supposed to. The, the holiest person here is God. The holiest one is God. And um, nobody can match his, his perfection. But um, we also got to think of the, you know, when when we're dealing with these struggles and, and we ask God to take it away from us. Um, there's a, a thing they call is like a premeditation, you know, like if you're gonna ask God to heal you from something, but, um, you're using the excuse of God's grace and you go out there and you say, oh, well, I'm going to do this for a little bit. Anyways, God is going to forgive me. That's where I feel the, the, um, the wrong is, you know, I feel that, that the weakness comes in where, where you have that mentality that, that God is going to forgive you. Cause anyways, nobody's perfect. And, and he'll forgive me for this one small, small um, action that I take. So the first thing is accepting that, that what you're doing is wrong. And then just um, laying it all in God's hands. Would you agree with that or? Completely, completely. And you know, he, he is the miracle worker. Like he, he created us and, you know, we, we've got this body, which is this vessel, right. That, that he put our spirit and our soul into, but you know, one of the, one of the things that was radiating with me is, you know, he, he commands us to care for this vessel, right. Mm-hmm. He commands us to care for this body. And, and that's what was really weighing on me is, is, you know, I was, I was poisoning this vessel. I was destroying this vessel, which is his gift to me. Right. Yeah. And, and, you know, the other side of it is, is how can we get closer to him when we're destroying what he gave us? And, and that mm-hmm. was, you know, I was feeling a lot of conviction around that. And, um, it was, it was really bothering me that, you know, I just had this voice in me, like, man, like, you know, you, I've given you so much. Why are you not, you know, why are you not following my commandment and, uh, and taking care of, of what I've given you? Amen. So, um, when you gave your life to God, um, I assume that, that you, you were still struggling with this, right? Oh yeah. And I gave my life to God, you know, years and years and years ago. Um, and, uh, but you know, there's, it's funny, we, we, we give our life to God and we, we do all we can to, to live that godly life. And, you know, by no means do I want this to come across as a holier than thou kind of way of, of saying things, but, you know, there, there's a lot of us and, and, and mo- like we all live in a world of sin, I guess is the best yeah. way to say it. <clears throat> and the other part of it is, 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 you know, there is no white sin or black sin or gray sin. Like God hates sin equally, all of it. Right. Yeah. And I, I think part of it for me was, is I just, 
was working to get closer to him. He was identifying things within, you know, my life um, that were holding back that relationship getting closer. And and that was a big one of them. And, he, you know, that he just pointed out, he just, you know, kicked me in the head with, and was like, dude, like, you got to get, we got to figure this out. Right. But, yeah. you know, as, as a person, as a human being, he's going to leave it to us to figure out, but he's there for us to ask him for help. Right. Yeah. So I went through all of the humanistic approaches to try and figure it out. Right. And they all failed. It wasn't until I'd, I'd failed at everything that, you know, it was like, okay, like you're right. Like, you, you know, like I've got to give this to you because I'm, I'm too small and you're too great for, for me to do this without you. And, and thing through it, it's just brought me closer to him because it's, it's, it's one more sort of thing out of the way, but you know, when you've been healed like this, not that they ever have any doubts that, that God is real or anything, but it's just the additional feeling of closeness, right? Mm -hmm. And and I think, you know, now on the other side of it too, is is he's given this story to share as well, right? Amen. And and I hope that, you know, for anybody listening, this is inspiring and helpful that you know, I was that person on the other side for years and years and years thing, thinking, you know, it's, it's endless. I'm going to be a smoker until the day I die. Like it's too, it's too big for me to give up. I've tried it all, yeah. but you know, if, if you do give it to God and you really truly mean it, he's, you know, he says, you know, cast your cares upon him. Right. Um, yeah. And, uh, and, and that's what we're commanded to do. Amen. Yeah. It's been awesome. Um, doing this uh, interview because it's almost like you're I'm as you're speaking I'm thinking of questions but it's like you're hearing my questions out loud because you're answering them so it's awesome that that it's happening this way um and we you know you mentioned that that you were walking with Christ as you were having um these struggles and it's 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 amazing because we this is where the grace of God exist you know he and you know it's evident by you know i'm sure god was um um uh, allowing his presence to 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 be felt while while you were going through this and and even like him putting that conviction within you that that you needed to to change something and um and it was all to to get a closer relationship with god I assume that that the that you were having experiences with God, you were knowing about God, and you know you 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 felt that passion to to continue serving God, but it seems like it's changed drastically when when you gave up that that um that thing that you were struggling with. I'm I'm sure like it's it's gone into a different level. You know, as far as your experiences with God and on how you see things, and and that's the main thing. Like, it's not to, to how you said. You know, we're not here to like try to say, oh, we're holier than you or anything like that. That's not the purpose of sharing our testimonies and and sharing that we need to give up some things to to please God. But it's also that's that's one reason. But it's also to 
to allow us to feel the presence of God a lot more because it's beautiful. Um, I, I, I also went through, through some struggles when, when I first gave my life to God and everything has changed once I decided to, to give up those struggles. And, and, you know, my relationship with God has been a lot stronger and, um, you know, that's, that's the whole purpose of this is for you guys to, to understand that there's another level that, that we can step into to, to be in the presence of God, to receive power of God. And it's a never ending power. So imagine we can never, we can never top a, a, um, an effort to be better for God. Completely. Completely. Yeah. So, um, as far as like your support system, you know, uh, is that something that that you changed as well, like your act, like your surroundings too? Because I, I, I'm sure you had your your group of friends that you would go out and 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 smoke with and stuff like that. You know, is that something that you changed for some time to for a season to to um, be where you're at today, or how did that work for you? I just kind of distanced myself from it. But, but not from the friends or anything because, mm-hmm. you know, both my wife and I smoked and, and, and she still does. So, um, you know, that's one of the things they've always said. If, you know, if there's spouses that do it, you know, if, if one person does it, it's the, the chances of them staying quit are, are, you know, greatly reduced, right? Amen. So I just had to kind of distance myself from that like you know one of the things that her and I used to do is sit outside in the morning and have coffee and, and smoke so I just had to you know say okay I can't do that for a while um mm-hmm. whereas now you know it's no problem I can go sit outside with her and, and, and have those conversations and it, it doesn't you know it doesn't affect me yeah um, but it, it you know it, it definitely you know I wasn't going to put myself into that space for you know until I was ready right so it, it was more than rather than me try to change my life style, I was just going to be a lot more cognizant of it and just do what I could to to stay away from an opportunity that could create to be falling back into that. I guess is the best way to say it. Um, Amen. So ju- just just little things like you know just walking a little further apart for a little while, um, or you know just doing what I could to distance myself from it. Amen. Yeah. And, and you just continuing to be that example for, for your surroundings. And like, that's um, one of the best things we could do is just be a testimony without, um, I know from talking to you, I know you're not this kind of person, but you know, there's uh, people that, that um, maybe overcome an addiction and they're just like, trying to like bash a person that that's doing something similar, you know, um, just encouraging that, that the best way to, to, um, get others to follow your same steps is to just be that testimony, just silently, um, sharing your testimony by, by you doing even these kind of things, you know, sharing your testimony on podcasts and stuff and, and continuing to show others that, that you can, um, stop doing what, what you feel that you can't, you know? Well, so, and, that, and that's an interesting point too. Like when, when you're a smoker or you're a drinker, right? 
and, and somebody says, you know, you should quit, you should quit. Um, you know, why don't you just quit? One, it's not that easy. And, and two, when somebody would say that to me, because like I said earlier on in the conversation, you know, the, the smoking came out of a rebellious spirit, right, from in, in youth. So being that, you know, smoking kind of touched on that rebellious spirit within me, it was like when somebody would tell me, well, you should quit or why don't you just, you know, stop or whatever. My instinct was, well, you know, F you, I'm going to smoke more. Like, <laughs> it was like, who are you to tell yeah. me I'll quit when I'm ready? So I, I always looked at that as more of an antagonizing approach than, you know, and I'm sure in a lot of cases it was people saying, you know, it was coming from a compassion and a caring standpoint. But, you know, me as a smoker at that point was, you know, was like, you know, mind your own business kind yeah. of thing. So the, the worst thing that, you know, that I can do on the other side is, you know, say to somebody, quit, 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 or, or whatever, or put any kind of pressure. Um, the only thing we can do is, is lead by example and then encourage if the conversation comes up and somebody says, you know, man, I'm struggling with this. How did you do it? Well, then we've, we've, God gives us these stories to tell, right? And I think God puts us through these things in our lives to glorify him, but to also help people as well, right? And, and that's where, you know, the best addiction counselors are people that have been addicts, right? Some of the best addiction counselors are, are people that were, you know, and when I look at a drug addiction counselor, you know, people that were living on the streets in their absolute rock bottom that are able to turn that, you know, get that turnaround, you know, there's, there's no better way to speak to somebody's heart than to have lived it yourself. Right. Amen. And, and, and that way, you know, you can have a conversation with somebody not based on what a book's telling you to tell them, but what that feeling is and, and that feeling of, of anxiety of, Hey, I want to quit, but I can't, or Hey, if I'm quitting, what am I going to go through? So that you, so God gives you that story to say, okay, let's, let's work through this and let's walk through it. And this is what you're feeling. And this is how we're going to get through that and, and, and get to that other side. Amen. Amen. So it's been a blessing having you on here and it's been a really great conversation. Um, it's, um, it's always good. It's always good to hear new testimonies and, um, this, this has really blessed my life. Um, <clears throat> one of the, one of the things that I, I love to ask my, my guests, um, at the end of, of each recording is, you know, say, say you were speaking to someone that was going through a similar thing that God delivered you from. And um, they, they said that they said, man, I don't think I can ever, ever stop doing this. What words would you tell that person? You totally can. Because I was that person that said I could never quit. I had succumbed to the point where I felt trapped in that forever. And I mean, if I can do it, anybody can do it. And if, and if somebody's saying, I could never do this, I could never quit, that's the addiction speaking. But we've got to get to the heart of the person and, and past that stupid addiction and past that sort of stronghold. And, and you as that person can do it. Um, it's just a matter of giving it, like giving it to God and saying, like, I am ready. Please help me. 
but mm-hmm. realizing that that please help me also comes with, Hey, you've got to do some work on your, on your, on your side of it as well. Um, Amen. I think a lot of people say, well, Hey, you know, I prayed to God and he didn't take it from me. Like, you know, what the heck's going on here? It's got to be from the heart. You've got to believe a hundred percent and then you've got to be willing to do the legwork as well. Amen. And, and again, you know, it's, it's not to the, the purpose of this podcast is to um, just, just share the, the kind of experiences that, that you can have with God with giving up um, things that you're struggling with. It's never to judge. It's never to think that, that we're better or anything like that. You know, it's because we desire that as believers, as brothers and sisters, you know, we, we want you guys to, to have that, that experience and, and, you know, God has a really special um, purpose for every single one of us, you know, but there's sometimes things that block that. And and if you know that that um, you need to stay, take a step forward to to um, let some things go, let this let this testimony um, encourage you to to see that the experiences get greater. The experience are are. Um, I don't know if this is going to sound right, but more uh, beautiful, you know, uh, spiritually. Um, and yeah, um, it's been it's been amazing. It's been a a um, a nice testimony, and I feel honored that that um, you mentioned that that this was the first time that you ever um, spoke about your testimony on a podcast. You know, I I know that God is going to continue to do things through your life. I can feel the the love you have for God, and and um, you know, God God is just going to take you to different places and just continue sharing this. You know, God God um, just obey God and and. You know, he's he's just out here to reach people through us, you know, and the and the and the changes that he's made in our life. So um, thank you guys for listening to this episode of JR Podcast. It's been a blessing with Doug and um, I pray that it's been a blessing for you guys. In Jesus name. Peace.